Welcome to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Kick Back with Chris. I hope you're all well. I've been had a great week. Um, I've had a busy couple of weeks. Uh, this last weekend, I was away at the Mabex uh, Martial Arts event um, hosted by Mr. Gordon Bircham. Um, we're actually going to be covering uh, that event a little bit later on in the show with uh, with our regular guest, Mr. Matthew Chapman, and his Matt Chat, uh, amongst other things. And we're also going to be uh, joined by Mr. Tom Nicholson, who uh, was actually on our show uh, a few, three or four, maybe five. I lose, I lose track, to be honest. Um, anyway, he was on our show recently um, talking about um, something uh, that he was pushing within his school for a bit of wider reach, which I actually, I will actually talk to him a little bit about um, when he's on the show a little bit later on. Um, so we normally, at this point in the show, we would go through little bits, little bits of news and things and events that are going on. But, you know, with it being November, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of people are understandably starting to wind down now. So I've got a couple of bits, a couple of interesting bits that I've picked out actually this morning, just before coming on air um one of them i actually have covered before but i'm going to just give it going to give it an extra plug because i think some of the details did actually change um so on saturday the 24th of this month we've got the itfu european cup um so one out there for all the itf taekwondo practice practitioners if i can see it um it's at the richard dunn sports center uh Ruley avenue in bradford and the postcode for that is bd61ez um if you want more interest uh, sorry wanting more information my words will not work this morning it must be this cold <laughs> um, the website is um, itfunion.wiredma.com if you go on there I'm sure you can get all the information um, now the the, the one one other extra bit a bit of an interesting one this one this is the, this is the cool thing about social media the way it works and how you just pop pop these things just pop up sometimes um, I saw this poster in a, actually in the Facebook group it wasn't posted in mine though and that's just a quick one while I'm up there. I know there's not many events and things going off now, but don't forget to post your little bits of news and things in the podcast promotion group. You know, the one that I keep talking about. But anyway, um, the Asian Weapon Games Steel Arena. Um, let's check that I've said that again. So the Asian Weapon Games Steel Arena. It says on the poster, coming soon 2019 to London, UK. So, um, oh, and the top part, it says Hammer Presents. So just having a quick read on this, what this is, is it's like an open tournament for um asian weapon practitioners so you know uh it's not going to be one set weapon against one set weapon it's kind of all the weapons all mixed in so you don't know who you're going to be competing against now obviously there are there's a very comprehensive set of rules for this if you but if you go into if you go into facebook and you actually search for it um it should come up the poster i found pretty easily it was on another uh, another facebook group which i won't mention i don't want to give them another plug but <laughs> but no, joking aside, if you go on there, um, you, you should be able to find it pretty easy. It's a really interesting one. I'd actually be interested in maybe getting somebody on from that event, um, should it come together a little bit later on, uh, towards the end of this year or, or the beginning of next. Um, so, as I mentioned at the outset, in a, in a few minutes, we're going to be joined by our two guests. Um, but before then, I just wanted to go through a quick talking point, as I like to sometimes. Um, and this one was actually posted... It was actually in the podcast martial arts event promotion group, so it's kind of in the wrong group, but it, it got to me, and it was from our good friend Lucci um, from the Kaizen Show. And um, what he posted, it's, it's actually something that I've discussed on social media before previously, but never actually on the podcast. Um, I'll just, I just actually read his post as he's put it on there. So he said, um, self-defense slash martial arts instructors who use newspaper headlines about knife crime, murders, etc. as part of their advertising campaigns to scare the public. In Lucci's words, he says, they should be bloody ashamed of themselves. 
especially teaching poor knife defences that will more than likely get you killed. So, um, I've actually spoken on this one before in the past on Facebook, and it's it, it, it's one of those ones where you've got to kind of find a balance with, um, because obviously I, full, I fully understand and appreciate that the way advertising works uh, really well is to obviously f- to, to find and understand the pain um, that your potential customer is feeling and then give them a, an option or a means to overcome that pain. But with that obviously comes a, a degree of responsibility, um, to be honest, and also uh, not to, well, for want of a better description, take the piss a little bit. Um, so... On that, the way I would, the way I personally, the way I feel, because I've seen, I've seen some incidents. Um, I say incidents, some examples on Facebook um, that I, di- I didn't really, they didn't really sit well with me. So, um, so for example, there's one thing, um, I, there's one thing identifying um, that kids get bullied and self defense can help. You know, that's obviously a, as a parent myself, I understand that one. You know, I don't want my kids to get bullied or I don't want them to get hurt. So offering self-defense as a solution is a means to overcome that pain, which I, I'm comfortable with that as, a, as, as like an advertising tactic, if you want to say. Um, but where I think sometimes it, well, not I think, I personally feel it definitely crosses the line is when people take actual real life examples of killings, stabbings, of attacks, um, and use the newspaper or news link video headline um, as a means to promote their class. So things like, you know, if you want to avoid this, then join XYZ Martial Arts School. And then they actually link to the news article of a fatal stabbing or or some, you know, it, that to me, that's just a step too far. You know, um, scaring people into joining your class is not the way to do things as obviously Lucci's highlighted in there um scaring scaring the public into to spending money to join your class is is wrong on on in my opinion on so 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 many levels um you know and and, and as i said right at the start of this there's a there's a, what we need to be very clear on is there's a difference between um offering a solution to sort of a more generic or less specific pain as in what i said before you know parents worrying about their children potentially being bullied versus taking an actual event a real life event somebody's family changed forever somebody losing their life somebody scarred for life you know and using that as a as a as a mechanism to, to drive people into your into your martial arts school and then as Luch, as Luch actually mentioned in his post uh, on the group and to then top that off by teaching them something that's you know going to get them in a worse off position anyway you know i think it's fair to say we see that sort of thing within the industry a lot and it would I, one would hope that with time uh, people will stop doing it i know there's always there's always going to be people out there there's always those chances that we'll always do these sort of things but you know um what is the answer? What do we do? You know, it's a difficult one, isn't it? it you know, you, it's yeah. Some I know I understand that some people don't want to create that com- level of confrontation by questioning the post, but would it be an option to you know engage in a civil conversation about it or? You know, if if these people are willing to use those sort of tactics to promote and to advertise, are they more likely to throw some sort of a hissy fit at you on Facebook if you do question it? I don't know. The you know, I've not got the answer to that one. Um, I dare say I've got into enough arguments with people about that sort of thing on social media on the in the past. 
much to my wife's dislike. Um, but anyway, we're going to move on now. So um, first of all, we're actually going to do things the other way around today. We're actually going to be joined by our uh, regular guest slot, Matt Chapman, first. Um, so I'll, we'll speak to Matt. I'll be back on the other side. And as always, get those pens and paper ready to make some notes. And I'll catch you on the other side. You're listening to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. Okay, so joining us, as always, at this time in the show, we have Mr. Matt Chapman with our weekly Matt Chat. How are we doing, Matt? That was a lot of Matt's in that sentence. <laughs> I'm doing great, thank you. Good, good, good. See, now, we, we won't do this every week, but just for my curiosity, what's the weather like this week? Uh, where I am is bright sunshine and I'm walking about in a t-shirt. I kid Shut you not. <laughs> Seriously, I am. It's Essex. It's like down here. It's not like Spain or something, you know? It's, it's, yeah. It's as close as you're going to get in the UK. That's what it says under the sign, is it? Cool. So, um, uh, Mabex just gone this weekend. What an event. Yeah, it's amazing, wasn't it? It's so good. My, uh, like even better than last year, and last year was good. Definitely. But this year, kind of, uh, you know, they say raised the bar, but it, it did. It was really special. Yep, and of course you were there as a, as a speaker. Um, yep, two, yeah. We did two talks. That's right, yeah. I did one on the website design, and we did a little quiz. Because yep. I thought by that point in the day, everyone would be knackered. So I made it a bit more interactive and a bit more interesting. So we did a little quiz on that. And then uh, the other thing I did was about teaching your passion online and starting an online business. So. Absolutely. Two, uh, two, two things that I've worked with you on um, with my business over um, the last sort of year or so. Um, and uh, something that I know more and more people are actually starting to get interested in now. I, I saw a number of people coming over to your stand afterwards and asking questions. And so uh, hopefully, yeah, there'll be some people getting, in, getting more into that side of things as well in the coming weeks. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think a lot of martial artists realize that the online environment is, um, it, online courses is becoming more and more popular and people are wanting to learn stuff on online. Now, I'm not saying that you can learn an entire martial art online, obviously, but I do think you can definitely pick up skills, techniques, ideas, concepts, and work, learn the basics. Yeah, um, so I'm getting all sorts of different instructors from karate, from Aikido, from kickboxing, from uh, Sancho, all kind of interested in just sharing their passion online because they love teaching and they want to meet, uh, impact more people and yeah. help more people and online is the most effective way to do that because in your local town you're only going to be teaching like 200 300 400 people at a time yeah that's it exactly. but online you can teach thousands yeah so. and obviously as well there was a whole host of other people speaking as well from various different backgrounds and what i what i really like about Mabex myself um, aside from because I've, over the years I've done lots of different sort of business meetings and things and they were yeah. all sorts of obviously with Mabex the, the, the main the, the structure that was built around martial arts but the lot of the speakers there aren't actually martial artists it was a really interesting thing for me and the the knowledge that I gained personally and I'm sure a lot of other people uh, as well found it wasn't just it didn't just help me with my martial arts school but it was more uh, it was a lot broader than that as well yeah, I think that is quite a good call by Gordon to invite other speakers who are not just about martial arts, mm -hmm. um, because I think one of the things we're missing in martial arts is mindset around um, success, mindset around potential, mindset around business, and uh, you know, getting your mind right, getting your head right, getting uh, your goals set, and um, staying positive and focused and motivated is an area I think a lot of martial arts strug uh, instructors struggle with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and it was really interesting for me as well, you know, some of the people were speaking about um, the way we communicate, 
and you know it, i think it's something sometimes it's it's an area of, of our of our development as instructors we we don't give enough attention to you know we we quite rightly we focus on the physical side and making sure our techniques are good and we, we know what we're doing and we understand what it is we're teaching but then we don't necessarily always have the skill to be able to communicate it properly um and uh, you know um is it was it was will wasn't it i'm terrible with names forgetting people's names all the time. <laughs> but he was talking about obviously communication in the sense of um a sales environment but it was it was it was all about words and and how we yes. use those words and, yes. and that really got me thinking on 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 things um and then of course we had zara there she was talking about uh, fant- uh, I've I've been to one of her schools recently to visit, and it's a fantastic setup. Um, and yeah, so I I had a great time. Did it was there a standout moment for you in the week weekend, or obviously other than your works? Your <laughs> I think uh, Tony Pillage coming yeah. in and speaking about you know what he's been through yeah. and what's really kind of important in life hit home to a lot of people. Uh, you know, we're all trying to build businesses, you know, and provide for our families, which is great and serve our students. But there's a, you know, just listening to him talk about everything he's been through makes you realize like how important health is, how much important friends and family and time is. Yep. So that, that was really, really good. It's a good, really good speech. It was, and it, you know, it's something that as, as school owners and as martial artists, we do tend to, if we're not careful, we do tend to neglect the, you know yeah. the, the the amount of instructors I have as friends who are you know have or, or either gone through uh, relationship issues or are going through them you know it's 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 a very high percentage because obviously we're, we're already as as, a, as martial artists really focused on what we're doing on our training and you know we're going up and down the country to train with different people and you know yeah. oftentimes out of the country and then we turn it into a job as well so you know yeah. we're there and I mean, this is this, that's a really good point and it's something that my missus. Uh, used to moan at me quite a lot about when I was running a school was uh, we 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 work really anti-social hours so well the rest of the world is done by five you know we're starting mm. and we don't finish I mean I used to not finish until about 10 half 10 yeah. pretty much five days a week so I never really got to see her in the evening mm-hmm. and then I'd be out doing seminars teaching seminars or training at seminars at the weekends and it puts a lot of stress on a marriage yeah. and a lot of martial artists uh plus our obsessive compulsive nature yes. and how we are uh, and the fact that we're control freaks you put all that together and it's it's a lot of stress a lot of stress on the marriage so yeah getting that right was one of the reasons why i um shifted from running a, a school to running an online business because now i can uh, do business at any time of the day a lot of the uh grunt work of selling has been taken over by automation and sort of emails and stuff so i have a lot more free time to spend with the family uh which is much better for marriage especially and to do awesome chats like this and to do awesome chats like this (laughs) absolutely yeah but no it was it 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 was really good i'm i'm glad that that gordon invited um tony down for that that chat because um it, it really it was it was a good it was all the information that we were being fed about how to grow our businesses and how to grow as martial artists. It was very, it was all important, but it was really nice that Tony sort of brought us, you know, it gave us that that, that razor sharp focus and just let's you know remember the really important things as well. Yes, and yeah. it was, and of course, it's nice to see Tony as well. Um, yeah, cool. Um, I was my, the only disappointing thing for me uh, the whole weekend, if I'm honest, is I, I didn't I didn't get to see some Mitmaster moves on the dance floor. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I swerved that pretty well, didn't I? He did. He did a really good job. Just for anybody listening, he was actually working at the time. It wasn't. He wasn't just being antisocial. Um, <laughs> About fifty percent of each. <laughs> I had to do a, a few website assessments that I promised people I was going to do on the day, so that took a, a bit of time. Yeah, but yeah. there you go. But yeah, well, on that actually, on the subject of the website assessments, um, it, that was I found that really interesting. The um, you know we were you were actually you were looking over one. I want, I want say who's but at the time when we were uh, at dinner and you have the website yeah. open and going through things and um it, it's really interesting the thing that one thing that you touched on that i think a lot of us do as martial artists is we have that about us section on our website yeah yeah and um, and then i was like hi don't have one oh i do yeah. <laughs> well Whoops. you know I, don't, I was just being a bit mean with that but what i basically said at the uh at the mabex was you shouldn't have an about us section on your website because it's focused on you and no one really cares. And that's kind of true. If, you, if I look at the stats for my old um, martial arts website and the page visits, which pages were getting visited, the about me, about me, about us section rarely got visited. No one went and had a check. And it's probably just me checking, you know, my pictures and my videos on it. Yeah. So um, my focus for a website is on what's the benefit for the person coming to the website, not on yeah. how great I am or what I've done or what I've achieved. So generally i i don't really think it's needed mm-hmm. no no i agree with you my I, i'll hold my hand up hands up both um you know i've only put the about us section on my website really just to get the guy up the road it was <laughs> i'm not gonna lie that's what it was there for you know, look, look, how, look how much better we are than you, you know, and I, might, I, I might as well have just re- i might as well not put about us i might have put for you know so-and-so to read read this yeah <laughs> but um True. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. My, mine's getting scrapped. I'm going to be redesigning mine and it's going. Um, I'll- yeah, I mean, getting the website right. I mean, if you think about all the marketing that we do, so we like hand out flyers with our website on it. We um, do Facebook marketing, which maybe leads to your website. And then we do Google marketing, trying to rank on Google and, and show up on the first page to go to our website. And then people come to your website and it's awful. You know, it doesn't work well. It doesn't look mm. good. It's too confusing. It looks outdated. There's uh, no testimonials, all of that sort of thing. You're basically kind of wasting all that marketing budget because the last step where they get in contact with you isn't going to happen no. because your website's a mess. Yeah, and there's that little thing you said about having the contact details at the top right on every page. Yeah, have the contact yeah. details. On the, it doesn't matter if it's top right, but I like top right. Have the contact details in uh, in a different way. So a mobile number, uh a contact form maybe a little map and an email address all in the same place on every single page that way when they see it first they know where it's going to be on every other single page mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than getting to a website wanting to do something like contact the owner and then you can't find the contact details yeah. and you just give up don't you yeah, so absolutely so um mabex 2019 the next time yes. around another how how i mean i was there for the you were there for the first one last year i was there yes. um and i was really impressed at immediately the the level of professionalism you know yes. we're actually at a martial arts event that started on time had some sort of level of organization to yeah, it yeah it was good you know it? and then this year was actually a step up even more even even further you know yes. how i don't i don't know how he's going to how he's going to actually raise the bar any any higher what, next year? What I what I would do if I was organising it, which I'm not, is I would have uh, split rooms, so I'd have uh, two seminars going on at the same time, so that people can choose which area they want to go on. Ooh. So one 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 room could be on chatbots, for example. The other one could be on website design, and you could 
cover more stuff and people could get into areas that they want to focus on. So that that would be my thing. That's a cool cool idea. Cool that. And you've got like instant stats as well, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Which is more popular. Just count the heads in the room. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, you can find out what the people want and what, what they're interested in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now, of course, I forget. This year as well, they had the um, the section for staff as well. So obviously, yes. there were a few people there that were wanting that were lucky enough to get um, a very small group session with yourself as well. And um, and there was Owen was there, Mr. Owen King was there. And then, of course, yeah. they were also doing, which I, I sat in and they had a little bit of a listen and was some of the more operational based so some for you know, for the for admin staff and for the program directors and um, Gordon's yes. team were in there having a good chat, sharing their experiences on on you know how they process new students that sort of thing and that was nice to see that was really nice to see. Yeah, it was a good uh, it's a good mix, wasn't it? Yeah. He, he, we we got a lot of stuff covered uh, from mindset to marketing to sort of website stuff to alternative sources of income. Mm-hmm. Um, staff got to learn a bit more about the admin and the what's required to run a martial arts school. There were a few physical sessions. Zara's one was really popular. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's great. Yep, yep, yep. And to, to finish it off, uh, there was <laughs> actually. My myself, there was Zara and um, and her partner Vic. We were we were at, we had a little private sort of party for ourselves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it like, felt like we, that. We were there. We were we were having a good time. We, yes. There was plenty of shapes thrown on that dance floor that evening. I say, <laughs> any video? Fortunately, not. No, there was, oh. there was no video to be had. Um, <laughs> uh, thankfully for me, anyway. Until next year. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, well, I was uh, busy typing away on a, on a laptop, luckily. But um, I think we should uh, give a, a big shout out to Gordon yeah, for, sure, for sure. organising that event because it it's so needed in the in the UK martial arts industry that uh, a load of friendly, happy, you know, um, positive people get together, yeah. you know, learn some new skills to take back to their school. Everyone. Well, I definitely left like highly motivated, yes. highly excited. I had a load of uh, actionable items to start work on and that's all down to gordon like taking the time and the effort to build up the community mm-hmm. and you know get everyone together and put his neck above the parapet you know put yeah. himself out there so uh, yeah and i think big, that, that big. is that is an important word as well community because this isn't an association this isn't a nah. um, this isn't a business marketing event for a set group this is a nah. community you know there were people there were people there from um huge franchise setups with multiple big yeah. thousands of members all over the uk yeah and then there were people there with church hall clubs yeah great isn't it there to learn to to grow to develop and also to share and you know and, and joking aside i know i know i was having a little bit of a joke about you know we were in the party and we were dancing around but you know there were also there were people networking all evening yeah. sharing information sharing experiences uh, making new friendships no doubt doing business as well you know i'm, I'm yeah. very very sure that you know some people came away um from from that with with things to work on going forward so yeah uh big shout out to gordon for for, for arranging the event um i was busy most of the weekend clicking photos uh but yeah. i'm going to be checking out the videos because i know that he's um filmed everything and it'll be available for, for people at some point so yeah i for sure i'm going to go back and watch things take notes on yours as well as always sir <laughs> cool but thank uh, you. no uh good stuff uh well thank you as always for your time um have you got anything cool going on this rest of the week or is it uh rest of the week i'm gonna go and see uh grant cardone do you know who oh, he is yes yes very cool the, the american dude uh who's a business guy um 
I, here's the thing. I don't actually like what he does. <laughs> right. He's obviously super successful. You know, he's got hundreds of millions of pounds and he owns about a billion pounds worth of property. I don't think he listens, so it's all right. Yeah, well, you never know. <laughs> um, but I, I, I just don't like how he presents his stuff, but I'm willing to learn from him. That's that's the thing. I won't let the fact that I don't like how, you know, how he is mm. put me off learning essential skills I need to know. And I think that's quite a big thing for martial artists. We're like, well, I don't like him. You know, I don't like the way he presents his stuff. I don't like the way he comes across. But if you can learn something from them, you should try to learn something from them. So that's what I'm doing this weekend. That's a very good point to finish on, sir. Very good. Okay, well, thank you as always for your time. And I will catch up with you next week. Cheers, mate. Thank bye. you very much. Bye. Enjoy our podcast. Please remember to subscribe. Rate and review Kickback with Chris on iTunes today. So a big thanks again to Matt for his time. Uh, really good to catch up with him at the weekend, as always. Great to see him uh, working in his elements, uh, going through his Mint Master material, of course, in the uh, in the student area for the people who were bringing staff along to, to train and whatnot. Also good to see him on stage, as always, in his elements, um, talking about websites, talking about all the different online content and things he goes through. Obviously, he's already discussed it with me a few minutes ago, so I'll not go through it all again. But, um, yeah, you know, if you're interested in checking out more of his stuff, obviously head over to mintmaster.com, um, hit him up on Facebook, all that sort of stuff. Um, so uh, without any further ado, let's go straight on to our interview now um, with Tom Nicholson who I again also had the pleasure of meeting at the weekend um, he's actually been on the show in previous weeks but I'm um, looking forward to this good chat with him and a uh, very experienced guy uh, lots of lots of experience in, in teaching and training and competing so uh, let's catch up and let's see what he's got to say you're listening to Kickback with Chris the martial arts podcast brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk Okay, guys, so joining us now on the phone, we have Mr. Tom Nicholson. How are you doing today, sir? Yeah, fantastic. Thank you. How are you? I'm really good. I'm really good. We've been trying to set this up now for a very long time. We're both very, very, well, you're a very, very busy person. I'm just a very busy person. Um, I know you've been all over the place doing lots of different things since an announcement at the weekend, but we'll get onto that a little bit later on. Um, but first of all, how, 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 are you, how are you doing? Are you good? Yeah, 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 fantastic. Couldn't couldn't be better. I've actually, you, you say I've been uh, I've been around all over the place. I've just returned from three and a half weeks off getting married. So, um, yeah, I've, well, uh, congratulations. I'm ref- I'm refreshed. <laughs> Thank you. Refreshed, refreshed, and ready for the challenges ahead. One hundred percent. Yeah, it, definitely. Cool. So. Um, one thing that I always like to do, uh, just for the benefit of listeners and for myself as well, because it's cool, I get to meet all these new people like yourself um, at the same time as the audience listening in. So for those people that don't know about you, if we can go right back to the start, um, when did you first get into martial arts uh, and why? What was the draw? So I, I got into martial arts um, when I was 10 years old, a okay. um, couple of years ago. I was going to say, not long ago. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and to be honest, I, I followed my brother in, into martial arts, into okay. a traditional, traditional ITF Taekwondo school. Um, I was, you know, quite stereotypically, I suppose, I was swimming as a kid mm-hmm. um, on the same nights that he was doing his martial arts, really wanted to do the martial arts. Parents felt that, you know, rightfully so, that swimming was a vital life skill yeah. that I should get to a certain level with um, and then make my own mind up um, when they felt it appropriate. Um, and as soon as I was allowed to make up my own mind, I um, I went straight up to the martial arts hall and, and started training and, and fell in love with it from there. 
Yeah, it's a similar thing. I mean, my kids have done the same, really. You know, but actually, they are still in swimming at the moment. But you know, they get. You're right. You get to a point where you know you you, you start having to look at comp- competition and stuff. My actually, my eldest stepdaughter, she did. She competed um, at quite a high level of swimming. And my God, the three o'clock get ups to do that. Was, uh, it was worth it don't get me wrong if you're listening she's listening now it was good and it was good to see her succeed and achieve but my god it was hard it's a tough it's a tough sport all round eh? it is so you, you made the right choice <laughs> sorry to any swimmers out there no no you made the right choice no joking aside so um was it so was it something that you were always interested in you know or was it was it something that you you felt compelled to follow because your brother was doing it was it difficult difficult one to answer really because yeah. it, i was I, I don't really with any great clarity or anything remember a time okay. that martial arts hasn't been around me because he right. he was with the older brother he was five, five years older than me um he still is actually strangely enough um <laughs> he was five years older than me so and he was when i started i think he may have already been a black belt so oh, four wow. or five years into training so um but I had two older brothers, um, and one was a, um, a very successful, or say very, he was a relatively successful footballer. Okay. The other one had achieved a lot of success in the martial arts, and uh, I always, at that stage of my life, I, I think I subconsciously I felt the pressure to be, to be the best and yeah. to be better than both in both sports, and uh, it led me to a, a dilemma eventually at the age of eighteen, where I had to choose between sort of uh, national squad training and things like that for the martial arts. Or getting paid as a almost a weekend job um, in the football, and I, I chose the martial arts. Oh wow, yeah. So it sounds like you've been surrounded by sort of a, that competitive spirit, that sporting environment. Oh, massively, from a, from a massively, young age. yeah, yeah, good, yeah. yeah now something that I'm a big advocate of myself personally. But um, so you, you later, obviously, after, later on in training, you went on to to competition onto the circuit competitive wise. So um, mm-hmm. could you just talk a little bit about that. Share a little bit of your experiences there. Yeah, it, it kind of. Uh, <laughs> Two tails of the tape, if you like, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, competed at young age. I was held within uh, the political world of Taekwondo, if you like. I was held within a little bit of a bubble where I did very well in my sort of my association. And as far as I knew for a long time, that yeah. was the world of Taekwondo. Um, being myself, being adventurous and, and always looking for the next thing, looked a little bit further afield and, and was like, wow, there's actually a whole, whole nother. <laughs> however many association worlds of taekwondo out there we've all been there <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. put myself out there a bit um it caused tensions in some places at times um, i'm pleased to say places now that you know there is no no sort of hard feelings okay. um with the fullness of time but i i competed to a decent level um the politics played a part in some some decisions and and after an outing for for the national team achieving against against the odds really achieving a bronze medal at the european championships um then got some poor decisions i believed to be politically led yeah. the, the next year round and vowed to never compete again and stepped away from competition for 10 years wow um uh, positives and negatives um i really feel i could have done a hell of a lot more in my competition career had i stayed there however it allowed me to focus on developing students developing the club uh, and the other things that it gave me afforded me the time to do. Yeah, absolutely. No, I I can um, understand. I've been there with, with yeah. competition, and you know, and, and you you do you see it. You know, that there is always that, um, and it, it's disappointing. But it's I suppose it's always going to be there. Um, that sort of politically led decision making at times, and you know, it's just an unfortunate side to the sport that we love. You know. Um, well, I, th- I think my own immaturities at the time with my age and things played a part as well. It's fair to yeah. say, and okay. then. 
10 years later, um, go testing, about to test my fourth degree, I, I went along, to, oh, I said I needed to, wanted to go to a competition just to test myself under pressure before I graded, um, and found the national selections competition that went, went along, won it, and they, I was invited to join the national team, wow. and had, had three very successful, fantastic years with the national team before before retiring for old age, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> old age, no, surely not. So um, I believe back in around, was it 2002, which is the same time as me, actually, you opened your first school. Uh, well, no, I opened the school that I own now. I actually ah. opened the school in, 90, in 1998. My oh, first wow, even before then. First, okay, okay. Yeah, my first sort of failed school, actually. Um, I ran it for about six months. Um, didn't have a lot of support from the people around me. The people around me, um, and not, not meaning it in a negative way, were, nice. were, were through and through martial arts people and not in any way business people that were willing to share that kind of knowledge and acumen. So um, I kind of went out alone at it gave it my best shot as a as a an 18 year old instructor wow. would and um six months later decided um you know the, turning up to class having five or six people there each week um wasn't for me and that I should com- you know concentrate on my competition and, and that going that route um so then helped out at various places did got developed my experience and four years later yeah 2002 started pro action martial arts wow so um then you know a lot of people out there maybe even people listening to this now will have will have had schools and i mean there's schools that you know they open and close all the time but i think mm. a lot of people when they've had that sort of negative experience it puts them off having a go um but you came back for a second bite yeah i i I very early on in my my professional career, um, I kind of found my my entrepreneurial spirit and, okay. and wanted to go out and do my own thing. So I became self-employed, so fully at twenty three years old. Anyway, yeah. um, built built a company um, which was was successful, and we sold after two and a half years of trading. Wow. Successfully sold that, but then went through the trauma of um, and it, although it doesn't sound like a trauma, it, it was at the time. The trauma of a hugely successful company. I mean, we we turned over nearly three hundred and fifty thousand pounds in the first year. Wow. It went from strength to strength. I then bought in fifty, had a fifty percent buyout, then sold the rest the rest of it to that business partner, which obviously taught me in a very quick way a lot about business. But mm. um, despite all the contracts and doing all the right things, we got to a stage where I, I sold the last fifty percent of the shares to go full-time in martial arts, reliant on that money, wow. and uh, was never paid for the business, in fact. Um, so, again, got both ends of the business world of a successful business sale into being in court, trying to fight to get oh, the wow. money I was owed, which which never came through and, and actually nearly nearly broke me on a personal level, but yeah. nearly broke me financially. And, uh, and I guess, in some respects, was the key to the business success because... I, I never wanted to be in that place ever again. Absolutely, no, I can. I can't even begin to understand what that must have been like at that age. I mean, I was twenty two, twenty three when I opened my school um, f- full time. I mean, I well, I've told this story before, but it was it was full time, full time school with no students. You know, <laughs> I got I found the building, yeah. signed the lease, matted it out with what money I could scrounge and borrow from my very very kind father and other family members, and um, yeah, we opened a school with no members. And I just I remember on day one standing there with my clipboard waiting That's for somebody amazing. to come through the door 
and yeah. um, oh. how times have changed, eh? Yeah. Well, there was no Facebook, no social media. There was no. There was. It was. It was still leaflets and advertising with posters on notice boards, and you know, um, it's very, very different times. Um, but you know, we made it work. We're still here. So. Yeah. <laughs> so with your with this so with the, with sort of Mark two of your school was it in two thousand and two when you opened. Um, mm-hmm. Was it just the one school at that time? Was it? Yeah, we were we were one night a week because I was I was running the other business as I said. So we were one night a week, just the one school. After the business sale, the the plan was to take six months off and then really sort of go for it. Hmm. Um, well, three months later, I'd opened two more schools out of necessity to a large degree, um, and <laughs> it went went very very well, very very fast. I, uh, some of the marketing skills I'd learned um, from the previous business and and the fact that. Prior to having that business, I was uh, I put myself through a management training course. So I'd I have an HMD in in business and marketing. So I applied some of my marketing skills, and in the weekend of opening that second club, I remember we had 125 inquiries and we signed up wow. 62 people on night one, <laughs> and uh, which was so then we're talking back now in probably 2005, mm. um, 2004 maybe. Um, and and that was it. That was liftoff for us. And uh, and we've just tried to. Well, we used that model for a long time, but we've had to evolve it yeah. hugely, and uh, evolve and change with the times. And and up to now, we're in the position that we're in now. Yeah. Which so from going from two thousand and two, fast forwarded now all the way to two thousand and eighteen. I think what year it was then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How, it's been a long where, one. <laughs> yeah. Where are you now with the schools? Because I believe it's quite a substantial list within the group now. Is it? Uh... So, so monthly paying members, we've just broken the one thousand mark, wow, um, which wow. was a big, big goal for us. Um, that's, that including the franchises. So yeah. we have 50, 15 locations. Wow. Um, Seven of which we well, one is our our main sort of hub, our five thousand square foot facility in Northampton. We then all of the others are out of uh, out of rented accommodation, as in you know school halls in the yeah. main. Um, seven of which are mine, if you like. We term as our satellite schools sure. that we I own and we pay instructors to teach. And seven of which are we use the term franchises is license agreements, yeah. licensed schools where they're instructors who all have come up organically through our programs, through our group and said, look, I want to want to open my school. And so we offer that facility for them as well. Uh, uh, to be honest, probably at a loss almost um, just because we want to serve as many people as we yeah. can. And I see it as a way of growing growing the schools and still being able to serve those instructors, maintain them within the group and, and keep everybody happy and keep us growing. Yeah, but there are a thousand members, that's, that's, that's big. <laughs> well, I, yeah, well, people say that, and I, and I don't mean this in, a, in any other way than it, than it said, really, but, but across 15 schools, that's not lots of members. No, um, we've, got, we've got several locations which are in small villages and things, so they're smaller anyway, mm. but, but I, uh, we, we expect that to be over 2,000, certainly within the next three years, yeah, um, sure. I was with about the systemization to, yeah. we've put in now. So. I was going to say, I was about to ask, how do you see it going forward? Do you want to continue mm. to grow? Um, you know, was it something you're looking to, to scale up further and you know, uh, travel outside of your area even further, maybe go national or, you know? Um, I don't, well, yeah, it, potentially in time. Um, my goal simply is to serve and to positively affect the life of as many people as we possibly can. Absolutely. Um, and that's where now I'm spending or putting in systems to spend more time of my time training the black belts and the instructors, having more of the instructors so we can affect more people that way, sure. but also moving into, as was announced at the weekend, into the business coaching so yes. that I can 
affect affect the lives of those that I'm coaching, who in turn will hopefully have hundreds and eventually thousands of students. Uh, and that's how we're going to get to our millions of people that we yeah. can affect positively with martial arts. Yeah, I'll, well, well, actually, we will come on to that in a moment. I was just going to say, with regards to the, the you know, scaling things, you know, it's a positive for me personally within the industry to see and to hear, obviously, the plans that you've got, um, people like yourself, because a lot, a lot of the time, a lot of the times people can be quite territorial with their school. Oh no, there's another, yeah. there's another school open near me. Oh no, we're, we've just close to us. We've just had a. Um, quite a commercial based setup open very professional very slick very 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 um planned out operation um which is a positive i see as a positive although a lot of people a lot of the, the local instructors you know booing and hissing and things but it, it's it, <laughs> there's enough people to go around and it just raise further raises the profile of martial arts within the area <laughs> so hearing that you're looking to grow and do more is i see is it the more people out there, anybody listening to this now take this on board the more people getting involved <laughs> and the more people that are doing things the, the better the we all are yeah, the best analogy I can give of that is uh, I'll take my town of Northampton where we are. Hmm. I think there's 200,000 people in this town. My academy, um, depending on what courses and things we're running, but presently we have about 400 monthly paying members here yeah. um, out of 200,000 people. Yeah. you know How many people do you want? It, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter if another 10 full-time academies open because they will all still be individual we will still be us and we will still attract the people that yes. fit with our model. Yeah. And there will be still people who come along who don't fit with our model. Yeah. And hopefully there'll be somewhere else for them to fit. Yeah. And, and all, all we do is raise the profile of martial arts. Martial arts should be the number one activity. It offers, I believe, yeah. more benefits than any. I mean, physical activity, as we've said, has always been a huge part of my life. Mm-hmm. And there's so many benefits, particularly for kids, but obviously for adults as well, that we can gain and apply to all sections of our lives. But I believe martial arts more more so than any of the other activities. Yeah. Um, swimming, we mentioned earlier, a vital yeah. life skill, 100%. I think every every kid should be given free swimming swimming lessons. I believe every child in the land should also be given martial arts lessons. Yeah. Um, and it, as I say, it offers more benefits than any other activity that yeah. I know of. 100% agree with you. I mean, I, I was just just yesterday talking to somebody about this. Um, you know, growing up at, at school, um, I didn't I, I, I didn't really have... Uh, it wasn't that I didn't necessarily have an interest in other sports. I just really couldn't do them. I really, really... I wanted to I wanted to be good at it. I wanted to, I wanted to impress my friends. I wanted to be in with the in-group. But I just I struggled. I really found it hard. Similar, similar then, to yourself. Yeah, I, hit, I, I found martial arts and I was... Don't get me wrong. I was, for want of a better expression, I was shit at martial arts as well. But I loved it. I loved it. And I wanted to be as good as my instructor at the time. Um, and that was my driving force. And I found that spark. And then because of the many facets of martial arts, because it's not, you know, to, to be good at football, you've you got to be fast. You've got to be able to run. I couldn't run. I was crap at running, you know. Uh, and and the, all the other other sport, unless I was going to play in goal, but then I didn't like that. But, um, you know, all the other all, all the other sport, they seem to have an area that you need to be good at something in order to excel. With martial arts, there's so many different things, you know. There's so many different types of martial arts as well, you know. It's not... Um, exactly. Yeah. In, on one area, which is you know, coming back to what you were saying, it's I, I agree. The more people that we can touch through martial arts in, in the long run. Well, the yeah. The, 
and the physical benefits I found the same growing up. You know, I wasn't I wasn't great at football, but it was a big part of my life until I started competing and improving in my martial arts. And all of a sudden, people were saying, you know, what, what's happened to his football? You know, now he's captain. Now he's playing for the county. Yeah. Now he's got man of the match for the county. And I believe those physical attributes came from martial arts. But more than that, it's the confidence, it's the respect, it's the discipline, it's all the all the more practical life skills that the that everybody can apply to all the other areas of their lives. Yeah, absolutely. So we touched on a few few minutes ago. You were talking about your new position with with Gordon within his group as a as mm -hmm. a coach. Could you tell us a little bit more about that announcement that was actually made at Mavex this week? It was yes. So martial arts business mastery has been. Um, bubbling away in the background of the industry and gaining huge momentum, yeah. I think, over the last 12 to 18 months from sure Gordon's, Gordon's high energy and, and passion <laughs> and uh, his, his fan, phenomenal drive. Um, it's been a great journey for me being involved with them on the level that I have been. I've been uh, in the Six Figure Mastermind group for the last 11 months. Um, <clears throat> and a goal of mine, which I set out to Gordon very early on, was that actually I've always wanted to coach others. Um, so Gordon expanding that business, he, he's full, he's he's oversubscribed. Yeah. Um, he has bought on myself and Ricky Dubidat from the yep. uh, Midlands, who I'm sure many of your listeners know. Ricky has been a, been a, been around in the martial arts for a long time. He has, yeah. Um, phenomenal guy, um, just a really really nice nice human being, mm. um, humble guy, and some fantastic skills. He brings a lot of IT knowledge. Um, we we're quite different in what we bring to the table in some areas so he brings a lot of IT knowledge and, and systemization in a technical manner and um, I think what I bring to the table is the systems and the processes of uh, behind the behind the um, I'm trying to think the best way to how to put it I mean one of the things for instance okay so for example at Mavex one of the things that struck me was some on occasion uh, people will be talking and I would think, yeah, I can apply that to my full-time academy, but there's going to be people in this room who are renting a school hall, a youth centre, etc., and they're going to switch off because they're going to think that doesn't work mm -hmm. for me. Um, you know, no internet connection or whatever, whatever the yeah. problem might be. Well, I've fully systemized my academy and we've applied that to all of our 14 other locations, whether oh, be they licensed schools or satellite schools. So, we are now virtually paper-free as a business, um, and I, I believe that I can relate to a lot of the potential clients who are people with maybe maybe less than 100 students operating from the local school hall, youth centre, etc., like I say. I'm running schools already in that situation, and actually I'm going to try and put up a video quite soon at some stage of, of you know some of the systems and processes we use there and how we've got rid of a lot of the paper but made it also that helps the business because you can then produce very, very quickly um, good management information so that you know how to market better, you know what's working better, you know what's not working so well, um, and lots of processes and systems in there that we can we can help others with. Yeah, and it's just, it's such an important area as well. A lot of people do neglect it. I mean, I'm personally, I can, hand on heart, I can say I, I did. I used to, and I'm still not great at it, I'll be honest. Um, I, it's a lot better now than it used to be. I can tell you how many members we've got. What are active counters? Which you know, you know, ten years ago I wouldn't have had a clue. Um, and you know, but it is. It's it's so so important. You know, you can be the best to to, to be generic, I suppose, the best kicker and puncher in the world. But if you've not got the systems in place to back that up to help it grow to keep everything turning over and running, then it's, it's wasted energy. You you know, I, I I've I, I remember I remember I actually honestly I remember a time turning up teaching six days a week and I didn't have a clue 
what we were making, how many members we had, how many members had been in the night before, who was due to arrive the next day. I hadn't, I didn't yeah. have a clue. I had little bits of scraps of paper all over the place, and um, and, and and that's it. That's key, actually. That's that's a really really good point because so many people sort of. It, it's not about the money when we talk about the numbers. Yeah, sure. But there's so many people, like you've just said, who. Maybe somebody inquires and they say, I want to come along for a class. And you go, okay, is it this time at this place? They don't turn up. Mm-hmm. You know, they get left on the table. You know, oh, we don't have time to follow those up. We don't have time to chase them up. Well, there should have been a reminder call. There should have been processes in place. Maybe that process is in place. They, they still don't turn up or they turn up and they don't come back. How many of those people are we not mopping up? You know, how many of those people are we not going back to and grabbing? And maybe there was something that happened. They had a bad day at work, couldn't be bothered to bring their kid along. Um, or something wasn't quite right in the process for them. Whereas just those those little personal touches, giving them that extra call, encouraging them to come along, it, it, it's not about the money. It's about positively affecting the lives of other people. So mm-hmm. if the more people we can get into that training hall of, of whoever it, you know whoever we're talking about, the more people we can get into that training hall with them, the more effect you can have on people. And uh, and it's really important that it's. It's not just about the the numbers in terms of the financials, yeah. um, but we all, as instructors, I think we want. I think I speak for the vast majority of instructors when I say we want we want busy classes, not because of the money. We want busy classes so we can help as many people as possible and yeah. expose as many people as possible to the benefits we've had ourselves from yeah. martial arts. No, absolutely, completely agree with you, completely. And um, the, the the thing about obviously we at the end of the day. It is a business, um, and yes, there is money that, that comes from running that business. But the, the 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 it works in two ways. As you say, we want to positively affect more people. But the more people we're able to pos- positively affect, the more options we have to positively affect more people. You know, so um, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. it, it goes in that cycle, and it, that's something that people often do overlook and 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 maybe turn their nose up a little bit, which they shouldn't do. They, they go out go out and learn. And as you were saying, uh, Gordon's group on Facebook is just. It's just become like a living entity. I remember its early days. There was like ten of us in there at one point, all yeah, just sort yeah, of yeah. chatting away. And a post, there'd be a post on there every so often. There'd be Gordon going live every five minutes to like <laughs> a few people, and and it, and then over over a month there was hundreds, and then two months, and it just went. Yeah, he's just, done an he's done an incredible job, and um, and and all of that without a website actually. Yeah. But we do now we do we do now, we do now have one. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it on the podcast or whatever. Um, am I or not? I don't know. I, I don't know. Okay. I, you haven't said anything. I don't. I don't know. You've not said the website address. So I mean, right? Uh, uh, well, uh, no. That's what I mean. Am I allowed to put that out there? Well, or? what I will do if you want, just so no one gets in trouble, is I'll liaise with Gordon after this chat. Oh no, 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 no. Gordon's happy for me to give it out. I, I know that I Gordon's. Don't care, happy. Then let's go for it. Oh, that's fine. Right. Yeah. So it, it's not fully finished yet. So I don't think it'll be up up yet. But it was only sort of a week or so away. Um, mabusinessmastery.com cool. is where is where the, the coaching will be hosted so there'll be some I know we've we've had a meeting this morning a bit of a strategy meeting this morning myself Gordon and Ricky and there'll be some um, some huge huge big offers going on there where you can go and, and get loads and loads of free stuff so it's worth checking out from that anyway but that'll also part of that will it will also get you into the Facebook groups and things where there are literally now hundreds if not thousands of school owners communicating daily and and all helping each other out which is what we want mm, absolutely i've just um, i've just typed it in now just to see if it does anything 
It, just, <laughs> it does actually come up. There is a holding page there, so it does actually work. It does actually work. Okay. Um, well, yeah, it'll be fully live in the next week or so, I believe. Yeah. So. Um, actually, I just we've just been I've just been chatting to Matt um, a few minutes ago before your call, and we were actually touching on Mabex and what a fantastic event it was. Did, mm. Was this your first first year of Mabex? Did you do the year before? As it well? was. I didn't. I didn't go last year. Wow. And actually, one of the things I wanted to touch on was that it was opened with Nick James's talk. Yes. Um, and his first point was get your own shit together. Yes. Um, that's one of the other things with the coaching. I've gone through a huge journey in the last couple of years of per- through personal development. And that's something else I want to bring to the coaching as well is to, is to coach not just the business, but to coach the individual business owner as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all about making people as, as good as they can be. But sorry, I've cut across. No, you. Yeah, no, Mavix no, was, no, it's was amazing. It was. Yeah, it was it's all relevant. It's all good. Um, the, yeah, I, I mean, I was there last year and last year's event just blew my mind. And I couldn't believe for a first event how well put together it was how um you know you could see the amount of i mean everyone everyone that knows gordon knows that he's a very intensely focused guy and when he gets his mind set on something he will do it to 110 percent and nothing less so i was expecting it to be good but i wasn't expecting that level of good when i arrived last year um and i I remember at the end of the week i'm thinking how is he gonna how is he going to improve on this for next year which he did and then some um, this weekend gone. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing this. I'm, there's nothing in this for me, guys out there listening. Um, maybe we'll the next year. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to. Um, the, but no, it was a, it was an amazing event, and I remember turning up and looking, looking as I went through the door. Because this year I was helping him out with for those that weren't there, I was helping him out with a little bit, you know, photographs. Um, I've known Gordon for a long time, and Gordon asked me, and I remember I, I think I said no three times to doing f- photography, and um, and, it, and he kept and he kept coming back, he kept asking, and eventually I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, go on then, I'll do it. So I went through the doors before anybody else was really in there, and I looked in, and there was all the tables were all set out, perfect lines, books in every place pens mm-hmm. everything was meticulously set out and detailed and there was i just knew in that room wasn't yeah it? i just knew the moment i walked through the door this has just gone up another level besides the fact there were more well, tables and chairs i saw <laughs> yeah, well, i saw a post from zara pythian yeah. um i think said something along the lines of um have we just woke oh this is on the monday have we just woken up following the uk's best ever martial arts event yes um, and I, I think the answer is a resounding yes. Yeah, and, and I've never met Zara before Mavex either. What a fantastic lady she is! Oh yeah, I've, I've known Zara for years. We go back a long time. But um, yeah, it was it definitely. I I, agree. I actually put something similar as well. I said, you know, it, Gordon just raised the bar. It absolutely, yeah. just raised the bar for yeah. everything. As always with an event of this sort of type, that's running over two full days. Times changed around a little bit. But that was not that was down to no other reason than the speakers giving us more information. Yeah, <laughs> then oh, they were so actually much content. So and, that was, and, I didn't I didn't I didn't mind it running over a little bit because it meant I got more stuff to learn. So that was we'll cool. Give him my feedback um, directly to Gordon this morning. One of the things I said that I I loved most about the event was there was not only was there you know one thousand member plus school owners, ten yes. people school owners, of all the different styles and whatever, but everybody was sharing, was yes. sharing information. They didn't, I, I, I'm sure there was probably a couple of people in the room who know each other from disbanded associations and didn't want to talk, but I didn't pick up on any of that. Maybe I'm just oblivious, I don't know. But what I did pick up on was 99.9% at least of people yeah. openly sharing, helping, yes. working together and just bringing the industry up, which yeah. it, 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 
as a measure of the event and Gordon's work in itself is just phenomenal. Yeah, no, you're right. I was, again, I was chatting with Matt just a few minutes ago and um, we were talking about, well, no, it was actually more than like 40 minutes ago now. But um, we were. <laughs> one of the things I said to him was, you know, um, there was people from from national franchises right the way down to Churchill schools just opened in yeah. that room yeah. all learning together. There was people doing you know, the guys I would term old school you know, and that still, yeah. that yeah, still oh, yeah, run, definitely. still you know, still to this day run, you know, quite sort of hardcore, tough schools. They were in there, they were learning. There was, there was people. Oh, I shouldn't. Say, not, I don't say this in a negative way, but there were kids there. There was like teenagers, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm only yeah. jealous. And they were in there. Now, God, <laughs> if I could have been there at their age, learning that, wow. That yeah, yeah. Well, been... he had the staff. He had the staff section going yeah. on as well, didn't he? So yeah, some it, of the bigger absolutely. school owners brought staff along. Yep. Um, which what a, what a great opportunity for them yeah absolutely because they you know I, I, if I'd have had that at that age that would have been I mean oh, I, wow. no, I'm not I'm not going to complain at the people I got to work with when I was you know in my late teens and early 20s I did I was really lucky in that I got to be around some of the larger uh, sort of martial arts business players at the time but to be there at that event and to get to learn from not only not to be around not only to be around some great martial arts school owners and, and martial artists but to be able to do the physical section as well, learn some great drills and skills and operational procedures, that sort of stuff. But for me, another really cool thing about this, although the main focus on it was martial arts business, the speakers weren't all from a martial arts background, which for no, me no, was no, super, super, super important. Because it, it well, it was it, only Gordon and Zara, right? I think everyone else was a was, non-martial yep, artist. It was Gordon, it Zara, and Matt. Um, oh, and Matt. Sorry. And then um, I'm trying to think of any of the others. I know some of the others had dabbled in it at one point or another, but they weren't yeah, but, still actively yeah. training. They were didn't have schools or anything, and um, which I found to be great because there was no and the reason I thought it was good there was no sort of lean one way or another there was no bias towards a style or an association well, it, it was just well, these are the facts and it is fair <laughs> to say as well also the martial arts industry has raised up over the years so yes. I think we do and and where that was probably easier to do if I'm honest with you 10-15 years ago now the bar is raising regularly yes. in, in every town and so I think we do have to look outside ourselves a little bit. And that's where martial arts business mastery, I believe, yes. is a little bit different to any of the other yeah. similar. I don't think there are that many no, there similar aren't offerings, to be there, honest. There aren't um, any similar offerings. I'll say it for you. You know, I, yeah. I've, I've, I've done and I'm not going to mention names. I've got, I, 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 was catch <laughs> mis, I always catch myself just before I say them to not rub anybody up the wrong way any more than I already have. But, you know, I've been part <laughs> of different business consultancy groups over the years. Some have come and gone. In fact, a lot of them have. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this one is i found is different because it's it's the martial arts that is the root of it it's not as you came by as you said earlier on it's not just about making money making yeah, exactly. money making money martial arts second this is martial arts first and if you get the martial arts right everything else will follow and, and it's also not it, although i've spoken a lot i'm aware about about growth and growing and growing numbers within the schools mm. it's not even just about growing numbers as well the quality yes. can it is possible to grow a large school and maintain quality and yes. um, you know we've all had other people say various things and I'm sure people have said about my schools because they're bigger they tend to be bigger you know oh well you know it's just a big school that it's just you know the quality's not there well we still have people competing internationally in national teams well respected yeah. um, and there's lots of other people involved in, in martial arts business mastery Mick Crossland who gets mentioned a lot yeah. um, as one of Gordon's um, 
bigger clients now, but wasn't big to start with. Um, you know, phenomenal quality within the martial artists that are in the group, as well as growing successful schools. Yeah. Um, and that's key because there's no point in growing. Well, I don't see any point in growing growing big numbers of of, of rubbish. Well, no, <laughs> right. of a better phrase. No, no, you're right. You're right. Absolutely right. Spot on. Now, um, something that we actually discussed. Well, actually, no, you did very very good job. I might add of sending me in a recording <laughs> a month or two back about um, how do I describe it? There was a, sk- a scheme. We'll say scheme. You had going uh, mm-hmm. white belts. White belt for a week. Was it for a week? Yeah, yeah. White, white belt week. That's yeah, where the all the instructors and uh, and we are role models to our students. I know you mentioned your instructor when you were younger. Yeah. You know, I'm wanting to be as good as him and um, uh, and as role models. Yeah, we 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 decided within my schools for the instructors to all teach all week wearing our white belts to signify various things predominantly to the kids but to everybody mm-hmm. that you know we are all here learning um we are all human um yeah. we were all there once and it remind um but also we did it right at the start of the school year um to signify you know we all have challenges and we all overcome them and, th- and there was a lot of students who are kind of mid-range in the color belts if you like who maybe done two three four five gradings yeah and and are struggling at school they're struggling to fit in with their class or they're having some some issues and it just serves as a little reminder to them of oh actually I've, I've gone through gradings and i've and and gradings should be tough you know and they've, they've struggled through or they've been nervous and they've been maybe maybe to well they don't like to use the word but maybe they've felt a bit scared yeah and they've overcome that and they can relay that those feelings back to their lives so it was really the main thrust was to inspire inspire kids yeah and it um it went went quite big after our little podcast. Yeah, <laughs> good. So we had people in New Zealand, Australia, Holland, America. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, they uh, they jumped on board, and that was uh, I think about three or four days' notice. So next year we will we'll plan it, organise it a little bit better. I'm hoping that there's this guy called Chris who's going to help us with his podcast and uh, uh, no, I wouldn't bother. Nah, he's a waste of time. <laughs> And give us a big shout, and we'll we'll push it out and try and do something more formal. Maybe we can get business, martial arts business mastery involved as well. Yes. I'd like to put it out as far as we can to to primarily the the vision will always be the same to inspire kids to overcome any challenges, and that's the main thing. But also, again, it will unite the martial arts industry. It gives us lots of opportunities of yeah. of um, sparking work within schools, mm-hmm. which is where all our students are. Um, not all our students, obviously not the adults, but a lot of us, I'd say 78 to 80 percent of our of schools, student bases. Yeah. Um, and it gives us the opportunity to tie that all together and, and it grow more and inspire more children. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just on a quick, quick note there, guys, did you hear that? You see, if you, those of you instructors out there that are listening now, and I keep banging on about, send, if you've got something to promote, tell me about it. See, I can get you people in New Zealand okay. <laughs> <laughs> and all over the place. So send your stuff in. <laughs> it's the industry. I'm seriously though, Tom, it's the industry. It's so difficult. And I'm sure you've found this a little bit. It's so closed off at times. You know, I, I'm shouting from the reference, hey, free platform to promote things. Oh, I might send something. No, I'm trying yeah, to help everybody. I'm trying to help you all. You know, I'm, you know, I'm this, this free radio station for you. Just send me your things and I'll tell everybody. My goodness. We're getting there. We're getting there slowly. I think it's a te- technology thing. With, with... Well, yeah, that is, there is that to a degree. And the, the, closed, the closed school 
um, small-minded thinking of martial arts is, I, I believe, thankfully, is is dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and and because it's the open-minded schools that want to share, that want to, that have the right ethos of of developing people the right way, are are bubbling up to the surface now. Mm-hmm. And and martial arts is is on the crest of a wave, and I think it's gonna I think it's gonna boom again and again and again <laughs> if we as the industry continue just to lift it up. Absolutely. Absolutely. So f- going forward to 2019, future plans, you've got anything any, anything that you're personally wanting to work towards or you're setting yourself as a goal for yourself, for your school, for your staff? Anything you care to share? Or oh, I've got a couple of things for the school which are quite major, but I wanna, I'm going uh, to share those with my staff first. Teasers. Um, but <laughs> but they, it does involve some systems and processes which again i'd like to share with the industry once i've shared with my okay. with my my staff um it'll involve more for me personally it'll involve more training of the instructors more mm-hmm. training we're running a new instructor training course two in new instructor training courses in january a new junior, junior leadership in january starting january and um and i will be focusing a lot more of my time on serving our members as the very very best i can whilst also providing some more of the elite level training to the instructors and, and black belts that we have within our group. Okay. Um, and, you know, if if there's anything that I can offer to people out there as well, um, you know, I'm just trying to do what I can for the martial Fantastic. arts industry. So, where's, where's the best place for people to get in touch with you then? Is there anywhere to look on Facebook or on the internet? My, my profile on, the, on Facebook, um, obviously just under my name, Tom Nicholson, mm-hmm. or... Um, or our, my my website, which I probably should speak to Matt about, to be fair. <laughs> my website, which is martialartslessons.co.uk, and my contact numbers and things are on there, so you can contact me on there. It's, it's okay. To be, it's not a website. It's not a website. No. <laughs> it's, it's a website. I've looked, guys. I've looked, guys. It's a website, not a website. That's I, to be fair, I can't remember. I, I don't look at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, um, probably Facebook is going to be the best way. And, and by all means, fire anything you can over. And I'll, uh, if I can help, if there's an issue you're having in your school that you think, do you know what, he might have been there, he might be able to help us with that, then uh, I'm only too happy to. Yeah, and do guys, do take take him up on that offer. You know, I'm going to. I'm going to pick his brains as well at some point. <laughs> Absolutely. Shouldn't take long. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Well, uh, thanks for your time. That's 45 minutes nearly. That has whizzed by incredibly fast. Um, wow. Is there anything, just before we close, is there anything that you'd like to, just touch on briefly before we finish or yeah yeah um no just your last question actually one more goal i do have yes is the disgust of all my staff yeah. is talking more so okay um events seminars etc let me know i would love to share as much as i can there you go guys there you go guys this, this is the start this is this podcast <laughs> interview it's the start of a global empire it's going to be, we're going to be seeing you on stages everywhere. No, joking aside, I, I really do hope it goes well for you. Um, thanks again for your time. And Thank you very I, much. I Thank do you. still, although I said I was going to come, the original guys, the original plan was to do this interview in person, but you know, I just didn't quite get there. But I still do want to visit your school because it looks amazing. I've had a little Thank look you. on Facebook. And if you've not, go check it out, guys. This place just looks immense. And, and I, I like to go and jump around and have a kick about in big schools like this. And as a, as, as a, as a taekwondo guy myself as well, you know, it's always good to, to, to get down and have a mix and come be a 100%. student, come be a student joining the class. And, Anytime. Uh, be, I would love to. Brilliant. All right, well, thank you. Thank you for your time. Um, thank you very much. We will talk Appreciate again very it. soon. No, thank you. Will do. Enjoy our podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate and review Kickback with Chris on iTunes today. 
Big thanks to Tom for his time again today. Um, great interview, I feel. It was uh, really insightful and great to hear what he's got going on with his business, with his training, and obviously uh, learning a little bit about his past as well. Um, if you're interested in checking out any of the things that uh, Tom spoke about, obviously you can go through to the show notes. I'll link everything in there. Um, also, he contacts us directly through our website or obviously um, look him up on Facebook, as he mentioned. Um, so um, going forwards in the next couple of weeks, as I mentioned previously, I'm just playing around a little bit with the... Um, the the way that the show's formatted, the the order that things drop in. Obviously, today we didn't have a lot of news to go through. It's just as I say, it's that time of year. Um, that said, you know, please do continue to use the uh, podcast group um, to advertise what you've got going on. We've got a podcast promotion group, especially for you guys out there. They've got events and tournaments and charity things going on. Um, so please do remember to post in there um, so that I know I can uh, dip into there for content for the show. And obviously, so that I know I'm giving you guys the exposure that you're after um at the minute i am actually myself hard at work on my third online uh, course uh again i know i've mentioned this in previous weeks but you know every every sale of one of those courses online goes towards keeping this podcast on air uh, it helps to cover the fees that are involved in in producing and hosting and all that sort of stuff um so if you're thinking about checking out one of my courses please do it would be really appreciated of course if you have any questions please do ask um the next course i'm actually putting together is going to be on 20 different uh, pad drills um some of them are conditioning based some of them are to train techniques for balance uh, that sort of thing they're all great fun they all really hurt your legs in a positive way so whether you're a student or an instructor somebody looking for different pad drills to drop into their training or into their classes i'm gonna have some more details very very soon um, and should be hopefully within the next couple of weeks be able to pick it up on um, onlinekicking.co.uk which of course is the the main sponsor for this podcast um so uh, lots to talk about in the coming weeks. I've got some guests lined up, um, some from further further afield again from abroad, um, just trying to sync up times for that. Uh, but there should be some details coming out really soon for that one. As always, if you are interested in getting in touch, which some of you had do, um, to get on the show please do drop me a line at kickbackpodcast.com. That's the website. All the contact details are on there. Obviously, you can also get me on Facebook. Or if you want to drop me a text, even my number is 07802 I'm not worried about giving that out because it's over the entire universe anyway on all my business cards and all my stuff on my website. So that's cool. But yeah, do get in touch. Uh, I'd love to get you on the show. Uh, lots to cover. And I'm really looking to give this a big push in the new year and take it on to that next level. Thanks as always for your support. Please do forget to forget please don't forget no, don't do forget that's the wrong way around please don't forget to like subscribe and share and as always do keep that positive promotion going on facebook i really really do appreciate it lots of people came up to me at mabex actually at the weekend and said how they they enjoy the uh, the podcast can't get my words out today i need to slow down and um, they were saying how they enjoy the podcast and that's really really nice to hear it's great to get that feedback it really does uh, push me especially at the minute what we're it's actually five to ten in the evening and I'm in here recording this end section now. So, um, if you know, it really does help. It gives me that extra push to keep going. Uh, what you can do to help is to go on, rate and review, rate and review, rate and review. That's the big thing for iTunes. It really does help us. Um, keep up the support. I really appreciate it. And I will speak to you all next week.